When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Thank you so much for having us on. Hiya. Um, We should point out, actually... um, We've had a glass of wine. We have, because yeah. those of you who follow my Snapchat will realise that I, last week, was in Australia. <laughs> Casual. You haven't mentioned it. Um, and so, Sarah and I had a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Yes, we did. And also, <laughs> we've both had absolutely horrendous days. You, we've both had shocking days. And we know, within the grand scheme of things, you know, we're not in a war-torn country. We're not down a mine. But for- ne- Also, neither of us work properly in an office. No, no, we don't. But nevertheless, we've had bad days. Oh, shocking. Absolutely shocking. Yeah. So we, we sat down, had some tea, and the guy was like, do you want a soft drink? Soft drink's lined up. And then he went, well, we also do wine. Yeah, he knew. He knew exactly <laughs> what was going on. And the place was empty. And we were like, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that today is the day yeah. that we shall have a glass. Two small bottles of red, But this please. won't be like the podcast where we got blotto. No. <laughs> nothing could ever be like that podcast. Which for you, sadly, was a nightmare for you to edit because we were both all over the shop. <laughs> it was hilarious. I think at one point, one of us needed a sick bucket. <laughs> say one of us needed a sit down well yeah i mean strong it's a good job that we do record it sat down (laughs) but anyway coming up on the show as ever we've got news from the north of course we will also be talking about our mothers june and sheila we're going to do correspondence. <gasps> yes, your correspondence. You've been busy this us. week, by the way. Very busy. Do you know what? You, dear listener, have been divine, actually. Thank Utterly. you. Uh, writing and tweeting and things. Uh, and also, we'll play Would You Rather. Hell yes. <laughs> um, first of all, though, how was Australia? Oh, listen, doll. It was absolutely <laughs> beautiful. It was re- It was. Do you know what? It was lovely. And it was it was hotter than it is here. Well, gosh, but, fancy that. No, 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 because they're going into winter. Yeah. So but... I've gone from trans-seasonal dressing to trans-seasonal dressing, but the other way. Okay, yes. Now, Mind you, having said that, it's like the Arctic in here. In Britain at the moment. I mean, there was hailstones today. Well, listen, I am not wearing socks. I'm moving into that summer shoe, which is why I haven't taken my shoes off in this this week's no, podcast. I always you... take my shoes off. It's like a habit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, always. And like rings have to come on. You know, I, I like to feel... <laughs> I, it's almost like I like to feel... Like, yeah, there's that deaf percussionist, isn't there, where she, like, she uses percussion via the beat of the drum through yeah. her feet. Yes, yes. That's almost what I'm like. Yeah, just the same. So I feel like I've got no beat this week. I'm all <laughs> over the shop because I've got a soul <laughs> lining in between my shoe and the floor. You have taken your jewellery off, though, which makes me happy. All 1,200 rings yes. are cast to the side. <laughs> my fingers are bare. <laughs> 
Um, so, so it was warm or it was cold. Which was it then? It was a bit of both. Right. It was a bit of both. Mm. Some of my outfits, the Australians didn't really pick up on. The dungarees being one of them. Right, yeah. Trotted my way around <laughs> Sydney in a pair of dungarees. They just weren't really picking up. Did they think it was a bit toddler? They thought it was very new age. Yeah. Um, they weren't of, ready. One of my friends, I turned up to dinner with them and one of my friends was like, why are you dressed as a tourist? <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I don't live here. You know. No, but nevertheless, you do, nobody wants to look like a tourist on holiday. Like, how lovely is it when you go on holiday to somewhere that, that doesn't speak English and they come up to you and ask you a question in, in like in French oh, or German or whatever. you just know whatever. you've nailed it. Yeah, you're like, That yes. flamenco dress, you've worn yeah. it to a T. They thought you were Spanish. <laughs> yeah, but I love that. What was really funny, though, is when I got to Sydney, I'd hired a car. Lovely. Now... Hiring a car, this whole thing has just cracked me up because, you know, you select the car online that you want and underneath it's like an online shop. Your car choice may be substituted depending on the area. Similar, yeah. So get there. The car is not what I had requested. Also, it was an automatic. Now, in England, we are all, you know, learnt to drive using stick and gears. Yes. I'm not used to an automatic. (laughs) Stick and gears. Stick and gears, yes. (laughs) (laughs) The technical phrase there. Yes, go on. Um, And so I get in the car, doesn't have sat-nav. And I'm like, oh, Christ, I'm driving to my friend's house. And then, like, you you push go and it's like, woo! And I was like, oh, (laughs) hell! (laughs) And then I was driving. I said to the guy, you know, how do I get to this address in Sydney? Oh, listen, mate, you go down there, turn left, turn right, go through the lights and then turn around and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yep, got it. Literally, I'd pulled out of the like thing. Had not got a clue what I said. So obviously, I just went straight, took a left, took a right, and it was rush hour. Okay. Oh, Sarah, I got myself in a right flap. <laughs> and also over there, the rules are different. Like you can't just pull a three-point turn. You can't just reverse around a corner. You've got to do it in designated areas. There's lights that change at different times. How weird! It's so weird. It sounds very stressful. It was stressful, mm. but. Parking this car as well, not great. Didn't have sensors, hit a few cars on a reverse park. <laughs> Sorry, love. I've never had a car with sensors and I wish I had. It oh, it's very convenient. It saved me leaving a lot of notes, let me tell you. <laughs> but also, they didn't tell me um, what kind of petrol the car took. Great, thanks so they were for like, that. They were like, make sure you fill it to the top. So I get to the gas station... Mm bilingual um and was like oh my god where is it where where does it tell me i've got every leaflet every sheet every bit of dis- description out i've got the little man inside the 7-eleven coming out you'd have a look at this car yeah. couldn't open the flipping cap for ages that is always a challenge with a new car where is that petrol push button yeah where and, is but it the thing is when you get a new car it's like the smell the wipers everything's like different in this car, though, the indicator was on the wrong side. So wipers were going on. Everything's going oh. on. I just, it was like, I looked like Mr. Bean driving yes, around. Yes, Like trying to do all <laughs> kinds of things. Everything going a bit wrong. Horns going off, everything. <laughs> God knows there's probably a koala bear stuck under my yeah. rudder. <laughs> Boots going up yeah. and down. <laughs> well, also, it was... um like an SUV, and it didn't have a pulley thing across the boot. So I was really paranoid that the stuff that I left in, people would be able to see in. Okay, yeah. Of course, Australia is very safe. No one steals yeah. things over there. It's a lot so of effort, I, isn't it, to I smash a back window? was hiding things around the spare tyre <laughs> and then covering it back up. 
Just call me James Bond. Well, because... it's a bit like you're having an affair, isn't it, if you do things I like that? I was having an affair with myself, with <laughs> my alter ego. I was hiding things from myself. And then I'd obviously forget what I'd hidden. Yes, of course. Like Hell a little squirrel on. trying yes. to find its nuts. Yeah, I the... couldn't find Ooh. the acorn for the life yeah. of me. Forgotten where it... Oh, I forgot I put sesame seeds in here with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, hire cars abroad. The whole fiasco of both stress and comedy yeah. rolled into one. Don't yeah. even get me started on radio stations. <laughs> Can I ask a very stupid question? Mm. Which side of the road do they drive on? Left. Okay, that's like us, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's a relief. Thank God. Yeah. I've oh, had to drive gosh. in France before. Wrong way around the roundabout. Especially if you've had a vino at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> round that Arc de Triomphe 78 times. Couldn't get off. <laughs> no, but seriously, how do they get off? I know, how do they? Have you they? been round that on a cab? Oh, I would never. Oh, I've been round it in a cab. I would never drive. There's no really. line. Seven lanes. How on earth do you get round that? I don't know what they're thinking. Isn't it something like you can have an accident on the Arc de Triomphe and it's nobody's fault, so the insurance just have to pay out and stuff, so nobody's even that careful? <gasps> there's something, there's some rule like that on the Arc de Triomphe. They do drive very dangerously on the continent, don't you think? Yes, they do. It's hell for leather. Almost as dangerously as June drives on the continent, to be honest. We went on holiday when we were kids, and there's quite a lot of us. There's four kids, there's six of us, so we'd always get a people carrier. However, a people carrier was not available, right? Uh-oh. You know, subject to, like you were saying, when we got there. So we had to have two smaller cars, <gasps> which meant that June had to drive, right? And, and she's a woman who's used to being driven. Well, absolutely. We'll come on to June's driving a little bit later on. But on the continent, we were driving along and it was going... Dung, 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 dung. <laughs> and mum went, what is that noise? What is it? And we looked. It was every wing mirror across the one side. Like all the parked no, cars. No, she's just taking <laughs> yeah. them out, clotheslining. Yeah, just because she was too close. She was too far over. So she just gone... Dung, 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 dung. June, that's so funny. Flying round a roundabout. I closed my eyes at one point and I thought, it, well, it's just got to get were through Were you this. like a mum in the car seat when they're teaching kids to drive? Like my mum, every time I used to turn the corner, gripped the seat. Yes, yeah. Holding the bar. Like, yeah. <gasps> were you like that with I June? still do that a little bit. I put my foot down on the on the Reaching brake. for the clutch. Yeah, oh, like, the brake. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know, when you put it into the foot well, like this. It must be absolutely harrowing teaching someone to drive. Yes, yeah. Like my dad would constantly be like, Julian, um, I need you to break. <laughs> no, break. Break. Julian, just, Julian, will you break now? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Just put Sean Paul on, dad. Let's drive. It's fine. I'll just ram it into second. Julian, please break for me now. Yeah. Stressing out. I pulled out onto a very busy road without looking once and dad just... Like, he was still quite shaky when he got home. I think he was like, I'm not taking her out again. I'm Never not, again. I'm not taking her out again. And you're the eldest. Yeah, I you am. You ruined it for everyone underneath. Oh, but I'm a terrible driver anyway. Oh, I'm awful. I Rubbish. can imagine, actually. I can imagine your gear changing is quite erratic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Find it, don't grind it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. There's a driving instructor in you, I swear. <laughs> I don't think... So, that, I have... wheels. <laughs> Three driving instructors I, I took to learn to drive. Honestly, I'm shocking. I can't... My worst thing (laughs) is I cannot parallel park. I just can't do it. And I have been known... This has happened to me. I have cried and got out of the car and said to strangers, could you park this for me? No. Honestly. And they have. 
which has been fantastic. I just need a valet. That's all I need in my life, just wherever I'm going, a valet who could sit on the back seat, park it for me. I'll see you in a couple of hours. Lovely. Sean. I'm sure you could train a chimp to do that. Yeah, you, a chimp would parallel park better than I would. <laughs> and that's a fact. Speaking of driving instructors, funny story. Oh, yes. When I um, got my first driving instructor, we had um, requested a female, because obviously I do get on with females slightly better than men. Okay. Um, And obviously they would understand me a little bit better, you know, 17, in the middle of nowhere. And so anyway, (laughs) up comes this driving instructor. Now, I couldn't work out if it was a man or a woman at first. And I was like, he's definitely a man. And then I sat in the seat, looked at his... uh, identification and it said ms jones very misleading what ms jones oh so i was like oh i thought it was like michael stephen jones well turns out it was michael stephen jones (laughs) but i was like this is so weird what is what's going on this is why they've sent me a female instructor ms jones no his name was michael jones God, he's manly though, but isn't he, he? No, but he wasn't. And he had a kind of high-pitched voice like that. Right. That just threw me all over the shop. You know, 17, can't change gear. And I've got Ms. Jones, who's got a beard going, just put your foot down. <laughs> me and Ms. Jones. Yeah. He used to absolutely hit the roof when I accelerated around corners. Right. Corners are not for accelerating. <laughs> Sorry, Ms. Jones. It's Michael. <laughs> Oh my god! Did you did you stick with him? No, got rid of him. He right. scared me out of driving. I didn't drive for six months. Oh dear! And then I got this cool driver that everyone wanted in the local town. Yes, Mr. Foster. Oh, legend! He was a legend. We used to drive to school. It was like the best way to learn to drive. Yeah, he picked me up at like half seven. I'd get out of school feeling like the bee's knees in my big learner wagon. Yeah, <laughs> so I've driven here. How have you got here? <laughs> when you first passed, did you have the green? No. no, I don't believe in that. You've passed. Yes. But they do that in Australia. You've got different like things. So you have your P plates, then like a red P, then a green P, then something else. And it all mean different things. Like you can only drive with one person in the car, two people in the car. They do make it complicated over don't there. Don't they? Here it's like you've passed. Good luck. Yeah, go on, get out there. Off Stick the go. radio on. Off you go. Isn't it weird the first time you drive on your own with mm. no one else in that car? I remember the song that I drove to. What was it? Oh my God, it's hilarious. I don't know the name of it, but it goes, Must be the reason why I'm king, king of my, my castle. Must be the reason why I'm free in my trestle. Oh, what is it? Free in my trapped soul. Oh, I thought it was trestle. I, like a trestle table. Yes, for a long time I thought the same and then I trapped saw it. soul makes sense. Yeah, it was on a karaoke thing, you know, with Mickey's... Uh, head bounces on the yeah, world yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. that and i was like oh free in my trap oh. so wamdu project oh yeah there you go don't you feel so cool though oh it's the best like you kind of recline the seat a bit yeah you do yeah you, you wear sunglasses even though it's the middle of february and overcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway how are you this week well I'm not so good, actually, Jules. And I'm really bored of having the Lurgy because we did a podcast not so long ago that was Jules and Sarah with the Lurgy. Yeah. And I wasn't very well. I had a bit of a cold. I was a bit bit snotty. And I don't feel like that was that long ago. No, it wasn't. Was it? And then the good thing about these podcasts is we can trace our history. (laughs) Yes, we We can. can, We've got a literal virtual timeline of you being ill. Yeah, we've got got documentation. It's like my medical records to listen to. Who needs the NHS? (laughs) We've got it right all here. But yeah, and I'm very bored. I'm very, very bored by not being well because I've got this sore throat and I'm just a bit wobbly and all this kind of stuff. But I have... 
realised that there's something in common with last time I had the lurgy and this time. Oh. Right? Last time, I'd done my Davina exercise DVD. Yeah. This time... I'd done Charlotte Crosby's DVD. Now, these are two brilliant women, and I'm not blaming them at all for my ailments. No. Their DVDs are fantastic. Yes. My crumbling body can't handle a small amount of exercise. Do you think it's, it's just, just going, hell no, sister, yeah, it's here's like, the lurking. Look, I either keep you well or you exercise. It's up to you. It's up to you. You have to choose. You either be sick and thin. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Or live and kicking and lovely. Honestly, I'm these days I'm veering more towards lurgy and thin. Right. Yeah, but you know, I mean I say that. I haven't done any exercise since. But yeah, I'm just bored. But the thing is, do you ever get this when you're ill where you sort of it's normally happens in the night. You'll get like you get little songs looped in your head. Do you know what I mean? Like, do things get stuck in your head yes. a little bit? Do you know I didn't what you're know, calling? To be honest, I didn't know what you meant then. And I was like, alarm bells going off, my mate's losing it. Yeah. <laughs> but now I get what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, y- you can't really get to sleep because you've got a lot going on. And like, for me, thoughts go ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. But they're really odd. They're kind of yeah. warped because you're a bit old. Like the other night, it was Eminem without me. You know, the, this looks like a job for me. So everybody just go to me. Over. And over and over, and then That's you have horrendous. yeah. Then you have weird dreams, don't you? Like weird, sort of poorly kind of dreams. Yeah, I really sort of. enjoy them. Yeah, they're quite good. I had one the it's other like night. Like a free trip. Yeah, <laughs> I dreamt the other night that Phil Schofield was talking to me about Coronation Street, like, and it was very serious. Weirdly, he was also wearing a pair of tights around his neck, like, like only up to his neck. You know, like, it was really weird. I think I'd been looking at footless tights earlier in the day and it's kind of... <laughs> and he, Phil was sort of had one, like, up to his oh jawline. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. It was ridiculous. But so, yeah, so a little bit lurgied, but, I mean, how boring. How it's boring. It's so funny because you talking about the lurgy, I was like, oh, God, I'm feeling rough. And I'm like, I am jet-lagged. Yes. Like, I am jet-lagged. Yeah, all right. The most, the most braggy ailment there could be. Oh, sorry, darling. Yeah, I've been so far away. I just got in on, on the red holiday. eye. <laughs> that um, I'm not well because I've been so But my far. chat today, my chat today with people has been shocking. And that's the only reason I've realised that I am jet-lagged. Because people are talking usually... I'm very chatty back. Yeah. Today, just zoned out. I was like, <laughs> I actually couldn't give. Actually, I couldn't give two monkeys yeah. what's going on at home in your home life, love. Just put one leg forward and let me spray tan that. <laughs> I think they're just boring. I think that's what you've come to realise. Today, I've just had a sea of Vauxhall courses. I've just yeah. been spraying them. I've not had a single human being. <laughs> Sorry, I appear to have uh, spray tanned your Labrador. Um, I hope that's all right. Just never mind. Uh, what can you do? Golden Retriever, not so golden anymore. Yeah, really golden, like glowing, golden, gorgeous. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Um, shall we do a little bit of correspondence? Oh my gosh, yes. Now, we love, love you writing to us. Um, we will give the P.O. box out at the end of the show and it is in the description. But also we love you tweeting us. We love you Instagramming us or in your case... A little YouTube comment. Yeah, let's start with that one, actually. But uh, uh, today, I think because I'm tired and when I got back from Oz, I'd been on the long flight and all these comments were coming through. I had a little cry oh. at Carousel Gate number one, <laughs> waiting for my cases. I was like, oh, my God, this is so lovely. Are you all so right? thanks, thanks for making me cry in public. Are you all right there, sir? Yeah, it's just these YouTube comments. They're just... Oh, God! <laughs> Very true. This one comes from Laura Stobb or Stobb. I'm going with Stobb because it's two B's and an A. Stobb. Stobb, 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 Stobb. Just listen to your podcast. The first podcast I've ever listened to. Oh. Life-changing. Loved it and would continue to listen. Smiley face. Oh, that's nice. That's beautiful. Welcome. Hiya, Laura. God, imagine us being the initiation into the world of podcasts. Laura, you, you don't, don't know... need to listen to any more, no. love. <laughs> Everything you could ever need is right here. And just po- just give us that five star. Tell all your mates about it. Job done. <laughs> um, so my correspondence today um, is coming from Instagram. Ooh. Actually, yeah, a little bit of Instagram. This is from Red Fraggle 2. Oh, nice name. Yeah, lovely. The second one, Red Fraggle was already taken. So I know, what are they like? Loving the podcast. Sarah Powell and Jules Von Hepp is so funny. Also, I have a mother very much like you both, your mums. You both really make me smile. Kiss, kiss. No one's like Sheila, just to point out. Do you know what? I mean, I can believe that you've got a mother and a half there, Red Fraggle too. Um, None quite like June and Sheila. They're each their own, aren't they, the mothers? Very much so. Everyone's mum, yeah. If Mrs Red Fraggle too wants to get in touch, feel free. We will accept selfies. Absolutely. Very keen to see what she looks like. always accept selfies. This comes from um, Rebecca Ashley. 
Loving your podcast. It brightens up my day when I walk to work. I have to try not to lull like a crazy person. Oh, Rebecca. You might want to take a lozenger, Rebecca. It sounds like you might have the lurgy there, Rebecca. (laughs) Um, And finally, I've got Chelsea. Chelsea, study break from exams. Listening to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, will lead to being the weird girl giggling in the library. Um, I love... If you have laughed in public to anything that we've said, oh, oh my gosh, I mean, we just love That's it. gold. Also, libraries are lethal, because that's as soon as you walk through those doors, past, you know, I don't know, Mrs Wobble, the librarian, <laughs> you literally, that's it, you can't laugh. And librarians are a real... Yeah, they are. They are one of those stereotypes that really lives up to it as well, aren't they? They love tartan. They love tartan and felt, a big felt skirt. And also, a slight diamond glasses. Yes, fun. When will you return this book? <laughs> That's what they would just say to me. You're late. Here's your, here's oh your fines. I was always late. I was always late. But then you think, well, it's only 25p. I'll keep it another day. Don't, I used to feel really cool, though, leaving the library with a stack of books. Yes. I'd be like, I'm going to read all of these. Never read them. They probably <laughs> just held my uni ashtray at the side of my bed. <laughs> Laid them out, you know, if you brought some. You know, as home. I just sat there with tie-dye around yeah. me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I, I've read all those. I'm just reading them oh, again. Yeah. thesis. You know, really, it's actually just to prop my door open or something. <laughs> War and Peace, yeah, I loved it. In fact, if anything, I thought it was a bit vague. Yeah, great. Yeah. Gorgeous little mm. literature right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, I've read all the Brontes, just going through them again, you know. Yeah, just backwards. Through. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it in Latin for lols. <laughs> Listen, we love you tweeting us and writing to us so much. I am at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. And yeah, anything that you want to say to us, tell us something. Or if there's something on the podcast that we're talking about that you're like, I've got my own story about a funny, actually, driving instructor, that'd be gorgeous. We'd love that. I'd die for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, how is Sheila? Sheila is good, actually. Sheila has been wonderful this week. Like, I've been through a little bit of a tough time and she's been excellent at counselling me through it very very good um but at the moment I'm, I we kind of made plans to see each other this Saturday very like on a whim she said don't stress darling if you don't want to come and meet me she said you know because I've got a big dinner party on Sunday so I will need to do a food shop wherever so wherever we meet we'll need to be kind of near a supermarket yes I feel bad because I have just had another offer come in <laughs> a better offer Kind of. This is like, I'm like, do I drive up north and see Sheila? This is like, would you rather? And see Sheila near a supermarket and, you know, debrief. Or do I go to the races with one of my friends who's a famous DJ and get treated like royalty? Do you know what? Normally I'd say, you get yourself up to Sheila. You get yourself up there. But as she's going shopping... You know, yeah. she's got a lot on. She's busy. She was kind of loosey-goosey about the whole thing anyway. Yeah. I'm tempted to say that you need you need to go and live it up at the races. Yeah, I'm nervous because I don't bet. That's fine. No, who does? Who goes to the races and knows what they're doing? Just choose the one that you like the sound of. Well, to be honest, do some of the horses have plats? Oh, unless I'm going to the dogs. <laughs> God. It's not Crofts. No. <laughs> they have sleek coats, though. I love that you're going to the races and you don't know what's racing. Is it horses? Is it dogs? Could be mongoose. Geese. <laughs> Geese racing. Have you ever seen pig races? No. Oh, they're so adorable. Oh, gosh. Literally. Down I the think thing. I'd like it. Oh, it's so cute. What do they run after? A truffle? 
Oh, I don't know, actually. But they do race down these little pens. Yeah. They're oh, so cute. How fun. Oh, so fun. Probably horribly cruel to pigs, so, but so, never mind. So <laughs> I'm ditching Shell. Yeah, I think it's the way. I'm sorry, Shell. It's fine. Do you know, actually, because before a dinner party, she is a nightmare. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, desserts are being made on Tuesday. The dinner yeah. party's on Sunday. Yeah. And she, like, she has this thing, like, Cordon Bleu recipes. And she went to a couple of the classes in the 90s. <laughs> and those dishes still come back. Like raspberry cheesecake is a fave. Do you know what though? It's a classic. It's but it's it cracks me up. She's also really like a big fan of slicing cucumber and then cutting it up halfway and then twisting it. Oh, Sheila. she's very much into that. It's just a slight <laughs> suggestive decoration. A little twisty garnish. She's Tareen, always very popular as a starter. I can believe it. Mm. Mm. Um, June will always make roulade. Yeah. Always. She'll do raspberries in the summer and pickled ginger in the winter. Oh, I bet that's nice. Gorgeous it is. Pickled ginger. The the amount of roulades that I have watched June roll in my life, I can't even tell you. I literally would pay a lot of money to watch June roll a roulade. We'll go up. It's stressful, isn't it? Because it's that bit where you're like, will it crack? Will you not? Will it not crack? She's very confident about the whole thing now. She gets a good good spring on it, she does. She's done it many a time. I bet she's got a good wrist flick to do it. Do you know what? She could do it in her sleep, June. She could do it in her sleep. That would be the name of her cookery book. Roulades in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) By June Powell. (laughs) That's the name of my book. Roulades that I've eaten in my sleep. That's that's what I've got in this mess. (laughs) Um, June. We were talking about June earlier, weren't we? Because of the because of the driving. June. June's so funny. So she June's driving down to Devon. I think as we speak. God, road trip. Yeah, I know. But the hilarious thing is, <laughs> so she lives just the nearest city is Manchester, and it's really not that far, and it's very easy. It's two motorways. June won't drive to Manchester. Won't drive in any city centres, which is now, I'd say in the last 10 years, gone over to no town centres either. She doesn't really like it. She can't park if she's got the radio on. Right. Did you have that in the car? Like, I don't know if Sheila or your dad was driving and she'd go, don't talk to me for a minute. Don't talk to me because I've got yeah, to yeah, park. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sheila is one of those women, though, that if my mum misses a turning, she doesn't three-point turn. She just keeps driving and yeah. will somehow go back in a circle <laughs> to where she's supposed to be. We'll get off at the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be like that as well. Yeah, I bet. But on a motorway, you'd have to be, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but in like a town centre where you can just pull down a oh, going okay. back to driving test. No, yeah. Shell doesn't do that. She just keeps going and then just turns left left again and then left again and I t- think gets I would. Back. I think I would. I don't think I'd do a three-point turn. Oh God, I'll just turn anywhere. Oh, my Yui. gosh. You can imagine. I can imagine you turning with the back oh, of no, your hand. Oh, no, I absolutely do not palm the wheel. Okay. I'm not a cabbie, <laughs> even though we're in a cab office. When you're reversing, do you put your arm behind no, the passenger no, seat? No, I can't bear that either. That's one of my pet hates. Also, when you're in like an Uber and they do it, get your hand away from my Ooh. locks. Yeah. <laughs> Not that kind of cow. You're after my furs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but June, June. So she won't drive to city centres, but she'll drive from Cheshire all the way down to Devon and won't even think about it. And she's mad. I know. She always has a secret happy meal. Always. She. It's the only oh, time. Oh, uh, 
My God. It's the only time she would ever allow herself, but she does. She knows the exact roundabout, the exact place. I think she'd drive through. No, would she? She she wouldn't eat it in the car. Oh, my God. I feel like my head's going to explode. Yeah, she would go in, but only a Happy Meal. A yeah. hamburger Happy Meal, small fries. I think she has it with a water she'll and then milk. she'll have a coffee. <laughs> a milk. <laughs> what did she do with Ty? I, do you know, I don't know. She's, she's got a glove box full of them. She's stockpiling them somewhere, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, I, bet, I wonder if she sits in and that builds the little thing out of the box. <laughs> June ordering a Happy Meal and doing a roulade this week. I can't cope. I know. June with a scarf around her head and sunglasses on just a Happy Meal, please. Drive through. Yes. She must do a drive through. Well, I don't think she'd want it in the car. Well, then also she wouldn't be able to park. It's a nightmare to park in McDonald's. Yeah, parking with that on your lap. No. Hell on. No. <laughs> And a roulade in the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, look, Tales from June in Devon will be coming up next week on the podcast. God knows what she's getting up to out there. June, if you're listening, love, I hope you had a nice Happy Meal on the way down. Oh, so she Tweet will. us a picture of the toy. She will be livid that I've, that I've exposed gonna her. She's going to hit the roof. Well, yeah. At least she knows about the podcast. Yes, which is unlike Sheila. No, no, I got a clue. Sheila still doesn't know. Um, listen, shall we do News from the North? Yes, let's. Go on, you go first. Um, this one comes from one of my favourite titles, the Hull Daily Mail. Um, Hullman fined for loud singing. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, a nuisance neighbour in Newland Avenue has been fined for singing along to loud music in the early hours of the morning, keeping his neighbours awake. Very irritating. Simon, great surname, Leach, 37, also had a DJ turntable and four speakers seized after flouting on three occasions a noise abatement notice from Hull City Council. I didn't know that they'd take it off you. I didn't know that they'd come and take your speakers and everything. Yeah, apparently so. No nonsense in Hull. Neighbours complained of loud music, raised voices and a Halloween party when people packed into Mr Leach's flat. How unusual are these having a Halloween party? Because this is current. Yeah. This is current. (laughs) It was a really bad... It's still going on. That Halloween party was still raging on. Cobwebs everywhere. Um, (laughs) Mr Leach, who represented himself in court, argued he had not breached the order, but environmentally Environmental health officers provided evidence that the volume had reached unacceptable levels. Mm. Mark Willoughby, principal environmental health officer at the council, said loud music and conversations were clearly audible in Mr Leach's property, particularly in the bedroom in the early hours of the morning. Hang on a devil. At a level which would prevent him from sleeping. Mr Leach represented himself and did attempt to dispute a breach, stating that on one occasion he was not in the property and that on the others the level was not as high as stated. Three officers present in court were able to prove that on all occasions breaches did occur as stated. I mean, it's not hard to get evidence, is it, if someone's being loud? Also, it's just hilarious because like he could have been like just going down the shop for a couple of Stellos and he's like I wasn't in the property yeah you know I know your game Leachy I've done it myself before (laughs) Um, hopefully this will send out a message um, to you that causing nuisance within the city the authority will investigate and use all powers available in order to abate the nuisance Mr Leach who appeared in court on Monday received a fine of £120 for each of the three breaches and ordered to pay costs of £220 and a surcharge of 20 quid the equipment seized by officers also included four televisions a dvd player and a cd player oh who's still got a cd player i'm impressed old school yeah i like it 
And that's that. Well, look, I'm happy that this sort of thing's getting tackled because you hear terrible neighbours with all their noise. There's nothing we can do. I'm sorry, have you asked them to turn it down? Yes. You know. Also, you know, Hull has the very famous strapline, it's never dull in Hull. No. Clearly it's not. <laughs> There's always a party somewhere it's in going. Hull. It's going. And that Halloween party is still going strong. Do you think it is a Halloween party that's still going on? Or do you think his house is just really dirty? And they were like, <laughs> yeah. this is Halloween. Surely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, So my news from the north um, this week comes from Cheshire Today. Great. Rare Cheshire tractor expected to sell for 150,000 at auction. A rare tractor dating from 1928 built by a historic Cheshire manufacturer is set to cause a stir as part of a treasure trove of exceptionally rare collectibles going under the hammer. The Keeley collection is expected to fetch in excess of seven figures when it's sold at auction in May. Amongst the lots is a 1928 Foden D-type timber tractor named Early bird. Which early has... bird. Early bird. Oh, I've got my eye on that early bird. Oh, early bird. Which has the highest guide price of the entire sale at 150 to 180,000 pounds. These compact, fast, and powerful tractors were much loved by their operators as rugged workhorses and are equally <laughs> sought by collectors. This particular model was bought by collector John Keeley in 1973 for 2,500 pounds. Foden and Sons, previously Plant and Hannock, just in case you were wondering, <laughs> was formed in 1887 by Edwin Foden. The company produced massive industrial engines, small stationary steam engines and agricultural traction engines from its premises in Sandbach. Following various takeovers, it ceased trading in 2006. The historically important Keeley collection was owned by vintage steam enthusiast John Keeley, who passed away in December 1999. Together with his wife, May, he ran internationally renowned Knoll Hill Steam and Country Show in Berkshire for more than 30 years. Following Mrs Keeley's death in April last year, her family has now asked Cambridgeshire auctioneer Sheffins to sell the collection. Mm, Get rid of it. Get it sold. Can I just say that this is really good news from the north from you. Yeah, thank you. It's, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm actually gripped. <laughs> Stop it. Director Bill King said, we're delighted and privileged to have been instructed to sell this fantastic collection on behalf of the Keeley family. <laughs> John and May were synonymous with the famous Noll Hill Rally and their contribution and enthusiasm for steam preservation movement is well documented. God, what a marriage. What a marriage that's based on steam. Uh, the, steady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Keeley collection fe- features a total of 15 historic steam engines with an 1894 Aveling and Porter amongst one of the oldest lots on offer. So wow. you know where to go if you've got your eye on an old tractor. Gripping. Yeah. Um, can I just point out, mm. if you are a tractor collector... Yes. You've got to have a lot of space on your hands. You we couldn't do have. it in London well, that's with our shoeboxes. <laughs> that's why they're flogging it. They're like, we can't put up with these tractors everywhere anymore. Shifted. Yeah, get rid of them. Can you imagine if I came home? Darling, just bought this. <laughs> <laughs> it was originally it was originally made in 1928. <laughs> Sheep on the front, dog, flat cap, the whole shebang. I'm rebranding. <laughs> I'm going rugged. (laughs) Congestion on this thing. Forget it. I'm not paying that. (laughs) Now, would you like to play Would You Rather? Always, always. So, Jules, 
Yeah, just to study because my jet lag's just starting to kick in. I'm about to go west. Well, my lemsip's wearing off, so oh. you know, together with the deranged. We're, we're plateauing. <laughs> Would you rather be able to mimic any form or style of dance just by watching it? Oh my god! Or be able to match a person's vocal range by just listening to their voice? Oh. It's good, isn't it? Oh <laughs> my! This. Oh, this is a good one. Because vocal range, I can go... and Voice of an angel. Got quite the range. But you mean to actually match. So I'm saying, you go along to the O2, you watch Mariah, you can sing like Mariah. Christ. Yeah. Or a chaffinch. You know, there might be one in the garden. You can see that, you can mimic that. (laughs) I don't know what they sound like. (laughs) It's a small Uh, lamb. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But to be honest with you, the dance. Yeah, that's that's good. the one. That's I think I think most people would pick the vocal range because that could be your way to the millions. Yes, which is what you always seem to consider in Would You Rather. Yeah, yes. you know that's that's your career. As we said earlier, whilst chatting over meatballs, I am driven. So that is that is potentially <laughs> yeah. the right career route. But in this podcast, you and I are not voice mimickers we no, are dancers we are we see something <laughs> even if we're going to be at the age of 85 and someone's breakdancing you're like i'll show these in this home i've got the gift and <laughs> down you go doing the whale doing the backflips it's all there and part of me feels that we should share the video that you once sent me doing eternal dance oh my gosh yes because i, I think yeah. some people need to see how much that we love dancing together okay we'll tweet it we will tweet Sarah the dance Sarah and I are like Napoleon Dynamite gone wrong yeah we are like together when we dance like when we've been to parties and everything like everyone seems to like be really clicking from side to side you yeah. know, kind of sashaying at these fashion parties Sarah and I just literally break down oh I've not I've knocked trays of canapes out of the way before now Volivant's gone yeah. <laughs> our bubbles never seem to spill though do they Never, never a drop. And also, I'm I'm very much of a fan of a warm up before I go into the. Oh, dance floor. absolutely, a good limber, cheeky little lunge. Get ready, warm up because these bones aren't what they used to be. And in you go. I definitely pick the dance. So you're going to go for dancing? Yeah, for Beautiful. sure. Beautiful, absolutely lovely. Um, listen, before we finish, um, as we mentioned earlier, we do absolutely always, always love to hear from you. Um, as we said, I'm at this Sarah Powell on Twitter. I'm at Jules Van Hep. We absolutely love you writing to us. And I have to apologise because I've not been down to the P.O. box um, of late. So I promise, I promise that I will go before next week. But the P.O. box... flipping well go. (laughs) I will. The P.O. box address, if you want to write to us, and my God, we love it when you write to us, is P.O. box 66747, London, NW5, 9GH. You are quite sexy when you do that. Oh, stop it! You are, you are. If I wasn't, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Affirmation. It's an affirmation. Let's have it. Focus on your goal. Don't look in any direction but ahead. Beautiful. Thank you. Not while you're crossing the road, just to say. Absolutely. And also, always check your mirrors while driving. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Honestly, thank you, thank you. And we will see you next time. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.